Yo, 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 what it do, Sooner fans? This is your host, Jay Hall, formerly number 27 on the field, but always number one in your hearts. Here with me today, you already know who it is, the man of the hour, Super Bowl bound, the braided weight room, Willie Willis. And this is Old School Podcast on the Prairie. frat today ladies and gentlemen um we we don't need our frat boys to talk about the super bowl okay <laughs> this, this is a level that i nor they can comprehend and uh, i just wanted my guy back on the podcast be willie what up my boy what's up y'all man it's been a minute glad to be on here glad to see y'all glad to talk to y'all man it's, this is the first time for us getting to interact for a while too so Bro, you know it's been i was sitting here thinking man like I go to the OU Instagram page and they are already like back into the off season workouts and just, you know, everything we used to do. And I'm like, man, like the season just ended. Okay. And then here we are, you on the complete other side of the spectrum, still going strong. Like, uh, bro, like I think it has been a long season. Oh yeah. You know, Alex and I were talking about it just a second ago, man. Like, you know, it's, early early february still playing and you know yeah. it's cool because i love ball and everything but man has it been a long season and everybody tried to warn me and tell me how long of a season it is and everything and you know don't hit a rookie wall well i don't think i would hit a rookie wall because like i said i love ball so like i could keep on playing however long mm-hmm. you know whatever but you know i was thinking alex stewart you know just thinking about last year like last year at this time yeah. I was in the senior bowl, right? So, like, people say, oh, it's a long year. No, it's really, like, a young, long year and a half because I started last August, you know, go through training camp, go through, you know, a season. Yeah. <laughs> last season ended. We played Florida State. You know, that game went how it went. Uh, we stayed there the night. The next day, we get back to Norman. We fly back into Norman. I used that night and the next day to pack. I leave out Norman the next day, move into my apartment, and mm-hmm. then I'm already starting workouts like two two days after I, you know, played Florida State. Trained all the way into the Senior Bowl. Boom, went to play in the Senior Bowl. Kept on training some more. Combine, trained some more. Pro day, trained some more. Draft day. Okay, you get two weeks. Now I'm going to rookie minicamp and OTAs. Then after that, you get a couple weeks. Then it's training camp and a whole nother season, preseason, and then, you know, an 18-game season, so plus playoffs. So I'm on 30, week like 30 right now. So football. <laughs> Boy, you're on week 52, it seemed like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they talk about the whole year, but, like, football, yeah. like, when, from the time we started, yeah, like, playing, like, training camp, I'm on week 30. We have 18 games. We played in 
technically two playoff games already, but there's been three rounds. Yeah. Another one. So that's four games. So that's 22. And then you got three preseason games. So that's like 30 weeks right there of football. That's insane. Yeah. I couldn't even like, I couldn't even compare that to anything I've ever done. Cause that's more. It, it's, yeah. Cause you start before college and you end after college. Way after college. I, I was thinking about it the other day, how crazy it is, man. Cause like, you know, watch the guys in the bowl game. We were still playing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they go on break. Now, you remember that break. That break was sweet in college, man. Oh, yeah. You get a little two-week break before you got to come back. They go on break. And they've already started, like, they've already started uh, winter workouts. They've already started, uh, they're about to start coaching stations and coaching stations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, by the time I'm finally done up here, they're going to be, like, about to go to spring ball. Like, how crazy is that? Bro, that's insane. And, like, you got the USFL starting. And, like, bro, it's like the rest of the world has moved on. Yeah. And here y'all are still at the very end. Yeah. Chucking along. Chucking along, man. Bro, it's but crazy. Nah, it's all good. I met up with Go um, I met up with Kennedy. Was it yesterday mm-hmm. uh, or the day before KB? And uh, I was talking to him about what it was like to go to the Super Bowl and you know be be on the team to go. And then here you are, the following year, it's yeah. like we we stay having Sooners in the Super Bowl. So like, what's it? I don't even know how to ask this question. Like, what is it like? Like, what what does it feel like? Yeah, uh, I mean. It's kind of hard to explain, especially as a, you know, as a rookie, um, you know, I, I came to this team and like, I immediately knew we were good. Right. Cause you know, yeah. I paid attention to football and then I get there and I see the guys perform and I'm like, man, these guys are really good. We have a really good team. We start the season, we're beating people, man. We got a really good team. So like, you know, from the day I came in, the goal was always Super Bowl, Right. Yeah. Especially after how, you know, the season ended last year for them, you know, didn't have a quarterback having to play in the NFC championship. Like they felt it left a lot of meat on the bone, you know, like they were down to their third string quarterback or well, Brock was third string quarterback and then he became the starter and then they were down to their fourth string. He got knocked out. Then Christian McCaffrey was playing uh, quarterback in the NFC championship. So like guys left, felt they left a lot of meat on the bone. And so it's just good to, you know, come to a team that had the right goals and ambitions. So, like, as a rookie, like, yeah, it's crazy, but it's just kind of been just another game mentality, another game mentality, you know. And so, like, I have to actually stop and pause and, like, realize how great of opportunity this is, how rare it is, and also just, you know, like, like take a step back and be like, man, like, I'm grateful, I'm blessed for this. Like, this is a blessing, you know, because – like we had Steve Young come and talk to us today. Super cool. Um, yeah. you know, great player, great dude. And so and in the middle of his talk, he was saying, you know, talking about how hard it is to get to Super Bowl, he was saying, like, hey Trent, like, how uh how many Super Bowls have you went to? Trent's played fourteen seasons, man. And everybody knows oh you guy, how good Trent is. First ballot Hall of Famer. Never been to a Super Bowl. Like first ballot Hall of Famer, probably the best left tackle to ever do it. Mm-hmm. never been to a Super Bowl like it's it's really hard you know what I'm saying so I do take advantage of the opportunity and I think it's cool but also at the same time I have a very focused mentality you know about me I don't think it'll really set in until 
after the game. Yeah. I guess for you, everything is new, regardless yeah. of it's the Super Bowl, it's the NFC Championship. Like, it's, it's it, the whole season for you is new. Yeah. Um, I think that that's a good way. That's a humble way to look at it because. Yeah, you know, like my mom asked me, like, you know, my like my family's like, oh, you're going to the NFC Championship last week. Yeah. Oh, you're going to the NFC Championship. And I, I thought about it. I'm like, man, they seem a whole lot more excited than I am. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're, everybody's so excited. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know, we expected to be here. With, with, all right. You know, all this Business. other stuff. Yeah, business as usual. But then, like, I actually do have to look back and be like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool. Like, this is stuff that we dreamed of as kids, you know? Like, playing in the Super Bowl is something that, like, I've watched every year. It's kind of like the combine. Like, I told y'all, you know, last year at this time, like, man, that's something I looked at since I was a kid and been like, man, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. So to go your, you know, your rookie year, it's, you know, blessing, man. God's good. What did Danny say in the group chat? I think, um, y'all, I texted, <laughs> I texted Jaron, Braden, Danny, and I think I told, um, what did we tell you, Braden? I said, congratulations. When, after the game or something? Yeah. And then Danny was like, there's nothing to congratulate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm pulling up the text. John's like, not finished. He, yeah, he sent yeah. the Kobe. He sent the the Kobe. Uh, uh, what is it? Gift, gif, whatever it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I got it. Job's not finished. What, what's yeah. this all about? Danny's like, uh, job's not done. There's nothing to congratulate. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Not like he just won the NFC Championship or anything. Like, okay, let me, let, let me retract my congratulations. <laughs> that's the that's the BB, and I'm speaking. Yeah. Oh, you, you love to see it from your captain. No, that's good stuff. But there one thing, go. one thing that I've, I, I said this your last year playing, and it's cool to see again this year is your your family photos. Yeah. Like your mom traveling to the game. Um, you know, bringing her hubby right there with him. Yeah. But man, she does a good job of like documenting everything. She does. I'm grateful because you know. I'm I'm not the biggest picture guy, you know, yeah. and I try, I've tried to grow into like, you know, taking more pictures and documenting moments. Cause like that's special and you'll want to have that, you know, when you get older or whatnot, but I just really not that type of guy, but my mom does a great job, but you know what I will say, Jay, mm-hmm. the most special moment about all this was last game when we won and um, you know, we got passes for the family you know, usually they get to – there's a whole little, like, family area after the game. But, like, you know, NFC Championship stage, all that other stuff, they get – they got a little pass and they brought them in. Once it was, like, you know, four, three minutes – like, three minutes left to go or something like that, they started bringing our families down to the tunnel. And so when the game ended, they got to walk through the tunnel and, like, like just experience everything. And I remember my girl saying, like, like, first off, she didn't know how big, like, the stadium and everything was, <laughs> like, when you're on the field. Yeah. She was like, like, that's crazy. Like, I can't believe you see this every time you're, like, on the field. Like, this is nuts. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then she was like, like, just the atmosphere. Like, it's just, like, it's just so surreal almost. And, like, mm-hmm. so having my, my mom, you know, my dad, you know, Tati down there and 
them just being so excited, man, confetti's falling and, you know, the stage is up there, George and all them, Debo, all them, they up there talking and we just over there taking pictures. It's kind of like, wow, like yeah. that was the most special moment out of all of it. Cause like, it's just, you know, to have them there, have my family there and just have accomplished something like that. That was, that was pretty cool, man. Have them on the field and experience something like that. Now you got to go back on YouTube and show her you at quarterback versus Texas. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, yeah, now, now imagine this game. Yeah, imagine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, it was cool hearing her perspective because I don't think people realize, like, what it feels like to be oh, yeah. in a state. Well, they don't. You know, no. like, if you've never been in a stadium, you don't know what it feels like to be a player on the field mm-hmm. in a stadium, especially an NFL stadium, because they look bigger because they're just – straight up vertical so it just it feels like a, you're in a coliseum like you know we, we always joke around like gladiator sport but it really is like oh, we're yeah. in a big old stadium running full speed trying to hit each other like you know whatever the case may be like it really is and so like yeah you know, just for them to have that type of viewpoint that that they've never had before walking on the field it was pretty cool like just hearing them describe it Mm-hmm. What was I going to ask next? Man, I forgot my follow-up question. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, the post-game. So the confetti, everything, that's new. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's like the Big 12 championship. Yeah, but it was way more. Like, yeah, we had confetti, oh, this and that. Bro, there's just so much confetti. Like, when they actually shot it, Dog, like the whole field was covered like in Alamo like Alamo Bowl confetti. confetti. Like us. Like, oh, it was no, way no more, <laughs> bro. It was way more. Like at one yeah. point, like we're sitting there looking around, and I'm just like, you know, like, oh man, and it's all starting to get on my face, and then I'm breathing, and it's like, like they're like, like <laughs> pause. <laughs> but glad, good thing we don't have Danny in them here. But, like, it's just all, oh, like, yeah. flying. Like, it's just annoying. I'm, like, swatting it out my face. Like, it was just a lot of confetti, bro. Like, I, you know what? Maybe Tati has a video on her TikTok that will describe it. Because it's, like, it was it was a lot, bro. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. So, it is. Uh, look at all that confetti. That was the beginning of it. Oh, that was before it but fell. like. Yeah, that was like when it started like going, but like it was just so much. Like it covered the whole field, bro. For our viewers who don't know, uh Braden's girlfriend, future wife, is like yeah. social media famous. She is. And so if so, you don't, go follow her. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of those situations where like y'all remember when uh Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey got together <laughs> and everybody was like, Oh yeah, Travis I mean Taylor Swift's boyfriend. You know, it, this is, you know, Tati yeah, and Brayden. Yeah, situation. Like, yeah, Brayden's yeah. her boyfriend. Like, it's not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. One point, what is that? 1.1 1. 1 million? 1.1 1. 1 million. Yeah, yeah. Brayden's yeah. not the main character in the, in the she relationship. She has way more followers and <laughs> way more popularity than me, so. Bro, how yeah. does that feel? Because, like, in, in, like, Oklahoma land, like, everybody knows Brayden Willis, you know. But I guess it's on a national... Cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, you know, it, it's pretty cool. Just she'll get recognized, like, because, you know, like, like when I first started dating her and everything, like being mm-hmm. in Oklahoma, like when she was up at Oklahoma, I'd go somewhere and people would notice me. Whatnot, she thought that was pretty cool. But, like, I was out here. We were out here. 
And some girl noticed her from TikTok, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So that's what that feel like. <laughs> you know, I was just like, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there watching them talk. I'm like, how you doing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're the boy for the videos. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had texted you. I saw her on the shade room with like all the other wives. I'm like, yo, like, she looks hella familiar. Like, I know yeah. her. Yeah. So it's pretty cool, bro. It's, uh, and then like, just like, it's also cool because like this experience for her, she has a lot of friends that she's made through social media and, you know, you know, whatever influence and whatever you want to call it. And yeah. so, like, a lot of, like, other players' girlfriends she's connected with already, like, from other teams or from my team. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. it's cool that she has that much, like, networking ability and just so many connections and so many people that she knows, you know? Has she had the opportunity to get in on the uh, uh, use check? His wife, like the the outfits yeah. that she's been making, like the whole Taylor Swift, like has she gotten in on that action yet? Has she gotten anything made or? No, nah, she she has got some stuff made, but uh, it's like she was using this one girl, and then I was like, she was like, I'm gonna have to start getting some of her stuff, like, but this is before she got up, blew up. Like obviously she was. Now don't get me wrong, I say blow up in a very humble way because she was already had a bunch of followers yeah yeah, right? yeah. like she yeah, like, like she, went super viral yeah, yeah yeah exactly like she already like she was well known and everything like all that other stuff but like before like she had more followers than our team account <laughs> you know uh uh tati was like yeah like her stuff is nice i'm gonna have to get some stuff for her literally like the next two weeks boom i'm like wow like it's pretty cool like we were all talking about it in the uh, position room, like, hey, Juice, your wife is more popular than you, man. <laughs> He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, it's all good, man. He's like, you know, kind of outkicked my coverage on that one. Like, hey, yeah. didn't we all? Didn't we all? Yeah. No, now now Juice is her husband. Like, you know, yeah. like the reference, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's that, no that's, longer. That's Kirsten's husband right there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, what does he do again? Yeah, he he plays football or something on the floor. Yeah, he's a I football player. I don't, I don't know yeah. what he does. Yeah. His wife's the breadwinner. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah, it's hey, cool. I heard you and Alex talking about it before we hopped on. The money. Yeah. I've never got any insight on like how these like bonuses work, you know, because like do tell you do you want to talk about it? Like are you cool to talk about it? Or yeah, like... I'll talk about it a little bit. Now I'm not gonna let y'all into my whole all okay. my pocket okay. book. I, I you just, know what I just, I'm saying? I just want a little peek, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, uh, you know, uh, the stuff that I'll talk about is public information. You could anybody could, you know, Google yeah. this. So I'll talk about it. But um so like on the NFL pay schedule, they changed it last year and it went in effect this year. Mm -hmm. We get paid over 36 weeks now. So that's 18 weeks during the season, which it starts after your first game, the week after your first game. I remember talking about so, that. Yep. 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 So it, it, it's a 36 week pay schedule, 18 weeks, and it goes all the way through until the like 36 weeks straight. So like we'll get, we'll stop being paid in like March, April, whatever the math yeah. is. Right. Oh, and just to add on, I think from what I recall, I think they said they changed that so that way players 
don't spend so much at one time, yeah. right? Because you were, because yeah, because players were getting so much like these vast quantities of money, like I mean, ridiculous. Because they were getting it, you know, in eighteen weeks, so they were getting like they're making all their money, however much their contract is, yearly salary, whatever. They were getting all that in one season, like you know, a couple months out of the year. So like the guys are blowing it, and then they didn't have enough money to like live in the off season or whatnot. Guys just not being really responsible with their money, you know. So they did that to better try to help guys budget, you know, which is cool. It kind of sucks for investing reasons sometimes because you don't have all your money in hand, so you kind of have to wait a little bit, you know, play the game, whatever. But it's it's cool. I understand it, and you know what I'm saying. However, yeah. people got to get it done. That's cool. But um, so when we start playoffs, you don't get like the you're not making a playoff like so we say game checks, mm-hmm. right? So every week you'll hear me say oh, I got my game check, whatnot. Well. In the playoffs, you don't te- technically get a, a game check. Like when they did the 18 weeks, you don't get game checks from them. Playoffs are their own checks. Those are playoff game checks. Mm. So like you, everybody gets a certain amount of money based off of the game. So like I said, it's public record. So I think the first now, and I might be wrong. Uh, the first because it's it, the first round is slotted kind of weird. Uh, the wild card weekend, I think it's like forty thousand. Uh, the game check is forty thousand or forty five thousand or something like that. This is like a bonus. Um, this is just the game check for that game. Since okay. you're playing in a wild card playoff game or divisional or you know championship or whatnot, if you're playing in that game, you're getting everybody's getting that check because you're not getting paid from your a yearly salary. Uh, on these games. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so these are their own separate deals, right? Now, because we're spread over 36 weeks, we're getting playoff check and a week check because it's these are the other half of our 18 weeks. Like, it's still rolling. Like, it's 36 weeks straight. Correct. So we get that on top of our game checks, which are the playoff checks. Because the playoffs so, isn't, like, automatically considered part of your contract because like it's just right no that's yeah that's uh what me and my homeboy uh we described it as expected unbudgeted money correct yeah because you know we expect it to be here so we don't want to say unexpected money but it's also not like we budget our yearly our yearly salaries not really what what we could make in playoffs because it's not you know it's not guaranteed or whatnot you like you might miss the playoffs, so you can't budget for something you don't have. So, um, you know, you get checks. I think the first round was like forty-five for the people playing. I think the first round are the guys, the people that won the division. So, us in Baltimore, I think it was like forty thousand. I think we got a little bit less because we weren't playing. Uh, the second round, not really sure. I think it was uh, which was division or yeah, divisionals. I think it was like. 50,000, so, something like that. Um, the last round, uh, conference championships are like 60, basically 70K, 69. Mm-hmm. And then for Super Bowl winners, it's 160,000, basically. It's right under that, maybe 159, 157, I can't remember. But 160,000, and the lo- for the winner, the loser gets 90,000, I want to say. Okay. So like that's that's basically the payment for 
you playing in those games because they're like you said that that's that doesn't account for yearly salaries and everything. You said this is public information, correct? It is public information. My, Ooh, my um, boy, and y'all y'all got the Super Bowl in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, but we won't Sound get paid like in trouble. Vegas. No, no, no. It ain't gonna be no trouble because you pull Sound up like on us trouble. in Vegas. You pull up on us in Vegas. We ain't gonna have no money. We ain't got the money yet. <laughs> <laughs> the Niners gotta do all that. It goes from the NFL to the Niners, then to us. Well, actually, to uh, taxation, and then us. Oh boy. Yeah, because Cali, Cali, and uh, Uncle Sam, they need their money. Yeah, they gonna they gonna take your money. They well, taking over fifty percent in the world. Yeah, Boy, whatever, you, whatever I just said, cut it in half, by the way. Yeah, especially in Cali. Oh, yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. yeah. Death also, and fun thing about the uh, Super Bowl is, uh-huh. you know, you might look at uh, Vegas's tax situation and be encouraged by it. But since we've been in Cali so long, we get taxed by the Cali uh, tax rate. So, like, we're not getting taxed. Yes, in, in the Super Bowl, like, it doesn't matter that we're playing in Vegas. We're getting taxed, Cali. But every other game <laughs> but, is based off the. I don't know. It's we've been here so long. It's it's weird. So they tell yeah. y'all all this information up front. Yeah, they they told us that already. I'm like, bro, no fun league. Golly, no fun league, no money league. They as much money as they give out, they try to take it. Yeah, I was about uh, to say, oh, bro. You would... Yeah. I've uh I've got my I've got a uh fine. I've appealed it. Um a fine. Yeah, so basically I I guess my shirt was too long. So uh, yeah. They got me on that. Boo. And then uh and then I got a a um a warning on that unnecessary roughness. I got a a mail for my like my agent got a letter. And he, he, or I guess it was an email, forwarded it to me. Tell my son, on this play, special teams play, you engage, you were engaged on a play where you lowered your head and uh, used unnecessary force or contact or whatever. This is just a warning. So, like, I didn't get, you know, fined off of it. But, like, yeah. So, I've got a warning as well. So, thanks. What game was it? I got to go back uh, and watch you know, the film. It's hard to it's hard to for me to know. I want to say it was Green Bay. I want to say it was Green Bay because he texted me the week after. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. I didn't Ooh. go back and look for what specific play they were talking about. I was just like, if I didn't get fined, oh well. They're about to get an email from Jay Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Please, them boys you trying to they trying to take money from us, man. I'm like, man, look, and the crazy thing about it was, Jay, I didn't, I think I know what play they're talking about because it was, they, I think they said it was on our kickoff. So I think I know what play they're talking about. I, first off, I didn't use my hands. I mean, my head, I used my hands and my shoulder and I was getting double teamed. So how y'all going to try to uh, give a warning to the guy that was getting double teamed and that's, the, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna, but I mean, I did kind of throw him. So I mean, it makes sense. They probably just saw that and was like, "Oh, that's too violent." <laughs> Send him a letter. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Football, football these days is it's funny. Golly, yeah, bro. Funny. I'm saying I I hear you talk about that, and I I think back to like um, 
You remember Iowa State uh, in twenty one when Perion came in? 21. What I think I think was Purdy quarterback. Yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 boom, them. Matter of fact, hey, speaking yeah. of, do y'all ever talk about that? Uh, no, I don't bring it up. <laughs> that's nah. probably a good idea. Nah, that's that's my guy, man. I'll bring that up. Yeah, I'll bring like, that up, I, I need him to throw me the ball, not have yeah, an attitude man. with me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's my guy, man. Real cool dude, though. Yeah. Uh, you like him? I mean, what's he, what's he like? Like, what's he? Is he uh, chill? Is he, he? He's very chill. Uh-huh. Um, but he, he's uh, he has two different like modes to him like he's a very chill dude regardless but like you know he's a real cool cat like he he's cool as a cucumber bro like mm-hmm. like you go up there and talk to him and like he, you know he'll crack jokes and everything like you know like i said very like chill guy but he'll crack jokes do a little smirk whatnot you know he'll you know vibe with the fellas or whatnot but like it, it's hard to explain guys because like you know you'll you like if, if people were to ask me like how is how's christian like if if unless they were like over in a certain way like uh, if they were like oh very you know extroverted if they were very introverted then i can be like oh yeah he's that but when you got a guy that's just chill but then you know he kind of vibe out he kind of kick it he crack jokes and everything he's one of those type of guys and i feel like a couple of our guys uh on our team are you know yeah uh we got guys that are like you know, very just like, you know, kind of more reserved. Like we were talking about Bosa. Bosa's real cool, but, you know, he don't talk much unless you talk to him. He'll talk to anybody, real cool dude, you know what I'm saying? Like real, real cool dude. But like, yeah. we'll talk to you forever about whatever you want to know about. But like, you know, he'll just say what's up to you. He'll say good morning. And then, you know, just go on about his way. But yeah, Brock is Brock is real cool. Like, you know has a, a little uh, sneaky humor in there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We'll crack jokes and be like, hey, that's kind of funny. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, so, yeah, he's a cool dude, man. Does he ever talk about coming from the Big 12 at all? Anything like that? Uh, yeah, during the, well, during when college is playing, you know, we'll, we always will be like, hey, man, you want to you wanna put some push-ups on the game, a little friendly wager or something like yeah. that, you know? So, uh, yeah, I made him uh, I made him put on a hat when we beat them. Uh, this year, and he had to wear it around all year. Oh, you I, had? I got, yeah, yeah. And I, <laughs> I had to do the same thing, man. One of our linebackers went to Arizona, man. Ah, mm. had to wear, had to wear that 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 wretched color, man. That blue. Yeah, that wasn't pretty. Yeah. No, 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 it wasn't. Yeah, but we did have them nervous, you know what I'm saying? So you know, hey, yeah, I'll take it. But hey, I was I was thinking about this earlier. You know, I feel like from a from a media standpoint, right? Not necessarily from a football standpoint, but from a media standpoint, because of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, you know, we don't really hear much about George Kittle as much as we used to. You know, have y'all talked about that at all? Like talked about like I I don't know, like you just don't Kittle's name like, just doesn't ring like in the media. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of other stuff going on, but I mean, he still gets his fair share of shine. I don't think that he's a guy that like overly wants a lot of shine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, 
I won't say he's not a guy that doesn't like, he's a guy that he, he likes it. You know, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? He's good with people. He's, he's got the personality for it, but I will, I'll say he's the type of guy that if he doesn't get it, he's not going to be sitting over there like feeling some type of way about it, you know? Yeah. So yeah. no, we haven't really, uh, I haven't really noticed anything or a change in character. Like George is always the same funny you know, silly, goofy, you know what I'm saying? Joke around type of guy that he always is. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but I mean, I will say that <laughs> I don't know if this, if, you know, a lot of people around the country don't like us and that's fine. You know, you know, when you win for a while and you're good, you know, they like you at first. Yeah. Then keep on winning a long time. Like kind of like Kansas city, great team, have won Super Bowls, been to many Super Bowls. It's like that, you know, when you have a team that's been good so long, it's like Tom Brady in the past, you know what I'm saying? People probably like them at first, but then they kept on winning. It's like, okay, like, we get yeah. it. I want to hey, see well, someone else hey, do it there. You got to remember, <laughs> you know? like, Kent, the Kent Arrowhead Stadium is only, like, three hours from, yeah. you know, where yeah. Creed's from. Um, yeah. Shawnee, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. you might have some fans that are watching like, man, like we love you, B. Willie, but we're not going for you. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand. I 100%, 100% get it. But like, you know, I, I know we weren't the first choice for everybody going to the Super Bowl. You know, I knew <laughs> that they wanted it to be Baltimore and Detroit. I understand. Yeah. I get yeah. it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I understand. It's not that, you know, and that's fine. I just wonder if we are the new um you know, a lot of people view us as the villains. That's fine. But, like, I don't know with the whole Taylor Swift and, you know, stuff going on. Like, I saw when Baltimore was playing Kansas City, everybody was like, please, Baltimore, stop the Swifty hype. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if people feel that way about us or whatnot. I haven't heard a lot about it, but I thought that was funny when I was seeing the Baltimore and uh, Kansas City uh, build up to that game. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. But, uh I will say this about Taylor Swift, man. Hey, she had a concert at uh, Levi Stadium. Uh huh. Probably she's apparently she's really good in concert. If she ever does it again, I will go because I don't know a lot of her songs, but apparently she's really good. Um, bro, Swifties are no joke. Oh yeah, like, no, it, it's it's it, they're oh, a different. No, I've breed. seen them in per- bro. I've seen them in person. Like Swifties are no joke. Like yeah. I, they, they got more traffic than the game. Like, bro, they've had the traffic and like the stadium, how packed it was, and like what they did for Taylor Swift's concert was more than this past game. Yeah, like it's ridiculous, bro. I mean, like it's they were shutting down whole like streets so like Swifties could walk to the game, bro, or walk <laughs> to the stadium, bro, like. You know how many people has to be for you to be like, yeah, the sidewalk is not enough. Shut down this street. Shut down this street. <laughs> you know, like, bro, like, what is going on here? Like, bro, they got the fact- all types. She has all types of people too. It's like, it's not just the same demographic. You know, there, there's whites, there's blacks, there's men, there's women, there's, you know, all demographics, old, yeah. young. It's Golly. crazy. Like, she has a whole me and they go crazy like they do not play about her <laughs> yeah the fact that her fan base even has a nickname is mm-hmm. she has an army yeah. like if she really if she really wanted to 
she could probably take over something. Yeah. Like she could probably take over a city. Just think about how many Swifties there are throughout the U.S. Mm-hmm. She could probably take over a city. She has her own army. If she I mean, yeah, like, bro, hey, when you think about it, like the NFL is, 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 a, is, is a primarily USA thing, you know? Yeah. Taylor Swift is worldwide. Oh, yeah. I think that most of the people outside of Oklahoma and the immediate Kansas metropolitan wants to see the Swifties taken down. Well, you know what? We got uh, Mrs. Uh, Juice Check, so uh, we'll, we'll be fine. That's our uh, – <laughs> Yeah, our yeah, yeah. Game. I was going to say, bro, there's so much, like, media going on around this game. Like, that's not even focused on the game. You got Taylor Swift on one <laughs> side. You got the de- de- designer on the other side. There's That's, like – uh, people aren't even talking about know. the game. Hey, know, let, me just... ask, let me ask you this because I want to ask you earlier in the season, but I, I figured that you still had to get a chance to get to know him a little bit. Um, CMC, I think I mentioned him once earlier on. Um, mm-hmm. You've played with him a little bit more now over the season. What's he like? I've always wanted to shake his hand. Oh, real cool dude, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I probably will sound like a broken record with a lot of these guys. But I just want y'all to understand that, like, if I I would tell the truth about, you know, most people yeah. would not. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I've been on teams where they're – I've been on teams where, you know, not everybody has been my favorite person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've mm-hmm. just been on teams where I'm like, yeah, that guy, you know, he's just kind of a butthead. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He's just kind of like, you know, like, whatever. Like, this guy, he just be doing stuff that hurts the team with now. We don't really have any of those. Like, everybody on my team is real cool, down-to-earth, humble, genuine, like, real good people. And I think they try to draft that way. Um, But, like, CMC, man, real cool dude. I will say he's a little bit more focused type of guy Yeah. Uh, than uh, a lot of other guys. I wouldn't say serious. I would just say focused. You know what I'm saying? But he's also a guy that will has an underrated humor and will crack jokes that will cut you off guard sometime. And you'd be like, oh, that was actually kind of funny. Like, that was good. But, uh, yeah, no, real cool dude. Uh, very smart. Uh, very knowledgeable about almost anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, you know, real, like just real cool dude, you know what I'm saying? We'll talk to anybody. Got us all um, – PXG golf clubs. If anybody knows golf clubs, those are very, very expensive. Oh, and they're custom too. Like a full set. Oh yeah. Oh, we have to go. We have to go get fitted and everything. Oh, a golf bag, little thing of tequila. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, those we looked it up. We looked it up. Did I not show y'all the golf bag last time? No, but you don't even got to tell me. I already know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Well, I well the golf bag's in the closet. When I get to Texas, I have to go to a PXG location to get fitted for my own custom golf clubs mm-hmm. that are already paid for. Thank you, mm-hmm. CMC. But uh, yeah, that was our Christmas gift, so that was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, so like like I said, real cool guy, man. Genuine, humble. Uh-huh. Like you know, all the success that he's seeing right now, it couldn't have gone to a better person. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, with a lot of these guys, I could say, you know, I could say the same for a lot of these guys. But, yeah. you know, I, I'm glad to get to kind of, you know, learn and, you know, kind of learn about the league through a lot of these guys. Because you go and talk to a lot of these guys, 
you will learn a lot of different stuff from little stories that they have or have heard or just experiences that they've had, you know? Mm -hmm. So oh, also talking about gifts, Debo got us some beats, some okay. custom beats yesterday for the whole team. We got to show y'all these. It's exclusive, man. Some gold beats, man. Yo, what's that? What that got your number on the side? Yeah, it does. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. So shout out Debo, man. That's hard. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. That's cool. That's cool. Like I said, man, like really good team to be on, bro. Like not a bad rookie year. At all. Like, remember when you know, we used to talk about the NFL and we've talked to other guys about the NFL. And, you know, I remember you telling me like, man, like, you know, you know, you get to the NFL and guys are kind of like, you know, obviously they're fighting for their, their life and, you know, for their family and everything like that. And, you know, I've heard some horror stories. I mean, of guys right. like trying to sabotage you and everything like that. Never had that, bro. And I feel just extremely blessed because like, that's not the case mostly everywhere else you know what i'm saying so yeah like it's 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 like i said it's a real blessing like i think that yeah. goes to show like from the ownership all the way down to the players because yeah that it, those horror stories are real and, oh yeah um, i've heard a lot more since i've been in the league yeah it's yeah. uh it, it's a blessing to be able to to watch you from where I am, be like, yo, like the success that you've been a part of and been able to have yourself through the fires yeah. and all is like, dang, like that's like I can't believe that's really happening. But at the same time, it's like I wouldn't want it to happen to anybody else because you are also deserving as well as the people around that, you man. and your family. That. And so uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking for. I don't care if you get one play, two play, 15 plays, man. I'm going to be like, that's my boy B. Willie right there, number nine. <laughs> there we go. There, you there go, we go, man. man. Well, you know what? I, I will say, like, you know, um, I don't know. Like, I know the Sooner fan base knows a lot about the guys. I don't know. It's been a while. You know, it's <laughs> been a while since I was a freshman. But, um, you know, I find my career kind of shaping up like it was in Norman in college yeah. And, and yeah so like what I and what I mean by that it means it might mean a little, something a little bit different to someone that's heard that in comparison what it means to me right so how I viewed my career is you know I came in as a freshman you know was behind a really good player in Grand Calcaterra you know played a little bit sparingly kind of like this year but i made you know plays on special teams blocking mm -hmm. kit you know what i'm saying played a lot of special teams you know um then sophomore year you know that's when it was it was us it was me and you you know grant had left you know you're the guy and you know i kind of sneak in there get a little playing time here and there you know we start you know running a lot more 12 and stuff like that start scoring a little bit all that other stuff i think i'm about to take off Next year comes, I get hurt, right? Whatever the case may be. Um, just, you know, a little adversity, whatever. I probably wasn't ready, you know. Um, then next year, you know, the whole situation with Link and everything, we don't have to go into all that. But, you know, it wasn't the season that I wanted. And then finally, I got that break. You know what I'm saying? 
I feel like right now I'm under such a great player in George, and he's at the top of his game, right? And we run so much 12 stuff that I can have a I can have a great start to my career right now because, you know, like we run so much 12 and, you know, and 21 and all types of stuff where that I can get in the game anyways that, you know, it, it really doesn't matter that I'm behind such a great player. And like some of the other vets in the room, they're really good players as well, you know. But I say that to say, like, my freshman year in college, I played a lot of special teams, played a little offense sparingly. My freshman or my rookie year in the league, a lot of special teams, a couple plays on offense here and there, except for that one game I played a lot because, you know, it was the last game of the season. I feel like I feel, have a great feeling about my role on the team, and I, I feel like I can uh, really have success here. I just got to keep on grinding, keep on providing value on special teams and just just keep on getting better as a player you know like you know like I said to play at this level you might not be at the type of level that you know you need to be right now but that's why you keep on developing and like I said I'm behind a hall of famer and George Kittle so it might not even be that you know I'm not ready to go out there I'm just behind such so many great players there's so many great players on the field that I just don't get the opportunity, and that's fine, man. I'm perfectly happy playing special teams and, you know, doing my deal and everything. So that's how I got my start in college. So, Ladies and gentlemen, straight from the horse's mouth himself, <laughs> hey, I'm going to start to wrap this up there because I think that that was a good, good point to leave on. But I've ran, since I've been in Norman, in returning to Norman, I've ran into so many kids, bro, so many parents with kids that listen to the podcast and, um, you know, watch us and then have been watching us for years now. It's funny because, bro, like some kids that have been watching us since like our younger days are like now in college. Like I ran into a kid that I met at a local high school, like his freshman or sophomore year. Now he's a sophomore at OU. And I was, yeah, bro. So I was talking to my mom and, and my girl about it. Who I'm still with, by the way. Oh, yes, sir. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Uh, but yeah, I was just talking like, man, like I, we've been around for a while. And so what message do you have for kids dreaming to get to where you are or a parent who wants to, you know, guide their kid to, you know, to go as far as you have, or just, just to pursue a long-term journey, man. Like what, do you have a message or words of wisdom or anything that you want to leave? Oh man, I definitely have a lot of uh, words of wisdom and a lot of different points. I'm going to stick to one though, but uh, you know, a lot of people don't know my story. I don't really go into my story a lot or what I've been through, everything like that, but everybody has a story, right? And uh, some adversity they've been through, whatever the case may be. I say all that to say that like, no matter what you come from, no matter what you have been through, you can always accomplish your goals you can accomplish great stuff it's really just about how hard you're willing to work how bad you want it and just putting in that work you know what i'm saying because like i've always felt like i was the type to um i was the one that like if anybody should have probably you know maybe failed it probably could have should have been me but like you know, like I've always been, you know, he's not the biggest guy, like, you know, the combine, he's not the biggest guy. Like it started off in high school, like, oh man, he's super athletic, but like, he's not that big. And then, 
you know, go to college, you wake, work your way up, you battle some adversities and some injuries and, you know, like it didn't pan out like I thought I would. I thought I was going to be a, you know, star sophomore year, like after the year I was having. Just keep on going, man. You know, everybody has a story. And like as bad as you think your story is, I promise you, you can talk to someone that you've probably known a good while and they have a worse story. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of people that have been out there that have, you know, had major success stories from very bad backgrounds or just, you know, just hard times. They don't even have to be bad backgrounds. It's hard times, adversity, injury, whatever it is, you know, just keep on going. You can achieve anything that you want if you just put the work in and you do, you do what nobody else is willing to do. Mm, that's a beautiful and put God thing. first. And put, put God, God first. first. <laughs> put God first. Boy, that's boy. the only way you're going to be able to do that with all adversities and Won't he do it whatever for happens. He's going to do it every time. He gonna so do those it. are the two things that I would, you know, give advice for. And that's why I always like to assign, you know, kids stuff and like spend time with kids because like you just, you don't know how, you know, home life is or like what adversities they might, you know, face growing up in the next, in the coming years, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But if I could spend a little time with them and they can understand like, man, like if he can do it, like if he can do it, I can do it. Yes, you can. Let's keep on going. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And yes, he has. And yes, he will. And he has done. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast on the Prairie. Be Willie, we appreciate your insight, man. You are oh, man, in course. a position that less one less than one percent of the one percent of the one percent get to go to. Yeah, it's it's, it's a blessing, man. I appreciate y'all. All right, y'all. That's all we got. Deuces. Deuces.